Hey, what's up, everybody? Before we get into this next episode, I wanted to encourage you to go ahead and head over to my website, www.minortomajortx.com. Download the PDF file, the book, Minor to Major, Turning Minor Setbacks into Major Comebacks. Learn how I went from serving five years in prison with the last nine months being in solitary confinement to getting out, getting an education, and being the entrepreneur, the uh, nonprofit founder and uh, CEO of my private practice here in Houston, Texas. Learn how I turned my minor setback into major comeback, but how you can do the same thing. Head over to my website, www.minortomajortx.com, and download that book. What's up, Jeremiah? What's up, everybody? This is Jeremiah with Minority Mindset. Thank you all for joining me for another episode where we are going to be talking about what I am going to be talking about. We value sports over education, an article that I wrote and was published on three different platforms. And you can find it on my website, www.minortomajortx.com. It's going to be under the blog. And so uh, we value sports over education. Sports was the worst thing that happened to black kids in public school. Boom. All right. So I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it. And most of you will not like it. It's going to be a trigger warning because we all know that sports is a huge thing in the black community. Like we're so athletic. We're, we're fast. Uh, when I was growing up, I was told that we have extra muscles in our hamstrings. Uh, when it comes to the black community as a whole, we value sports and entertainment, not just sports, but entertainment, the industry more than our education. That's fact. Kids navigating all grade levels, kinder through 12, become hypnotized by professional athletes and entertainers who are praised on television and social media. Fact. By the time our youth hit middle school, we begin training for the pros. At seventh grade, I believe I was able to, to play sports uh, competitively for the school. My grades suck, so I always failed one or two classes and, and, and couldn't stay consistent during progress report time. But most black boys plan to attend college in hopes of taking the shortest route to making it to the pros, not excited to gain a skill or training in a special field where they can become innovators and creators in a specific niche. I too fell victim to this mentality. Ultimately, it is the mentality of the rags to riches fairy tale story poor people dream of while conjuring up uh, ideas on how to succeed in this competitive economy. You see, you see what happens here? I mean, we are so focused on using our physical appearances for social media to, to get modeling gigs and opportunities in acting or singing. We're becoming dependent on our athleticism to get us to the pros. We as a people are moving our intellect and mind to the background, putting it on the back burner. It's, it's just not as important to us anymore. There's also some, um, some I don't know if it's a theme or it's, it's trending where college is obsolete. And I agree with that. So not everyone needs a college education. I agree with that 100%. But I also believe that uh, we do need education, training, a specific skill, something where you have a certification and you can specialize and you can innovate in that industry. That is my personal opinion. We, uh, I mean, there are two reasons for this, this ideology of sports versus 
our education. One, sports is just exciting. It's entertaining. Parents love to go out there and cheer for their children. And I'll get, I'll get uh, further in depth in that, uh, that point in just a second. There are two reasons for this. It's easier for us to use our strengths more than it is to work harder and put forth effort into a task that are more challenging. Take, take the easier route and it will lead to less stress and anxiety. And I get that, folks. I get that wholeheartedly. I get it. What's up, Claudia? I get it. So if by you're naturally fast, you're naturally uh, strong. So uh, football, uh, you're killing it. Basketball, you're talented. You're tall. You're aggressive. You're dunking at eighth grade. I get it. We're taking our talents and we're using it to our benefit. But what happens is we lean on that and we depend on it. And so education becomes second nature. When we talk about scholarships, we're talking about athletic scholarships. We don't even care about getting scholarships in debate or 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 math or science. We don't care about that. No. This is what I'm good at. And so that's where the focus becomes a priority. Um I get it. I just don't agree with it. The other reason for this behavior is cultural and environmental influences. Now, that is where most of you will get really uncomfy with what I'm about to say. You don't have to agree with me, but I would like for you to step outside the confines of your personal experiences, how you were, you were raised in your home when you were a kid, and, and, and more so look into the communities where black and brown kids, people that look like me, live. Think about those communities. Process that for a second. Okay? Most of the time, black kids are coming from lower income communities, poor neighborhoods. So wherever your background was and and your family environment, I get that. But for the majority of black Americans, we live in lower income communities. So where do most black people live? Lower income communities. Now let's bring it back to the topic. When you think about the upbringing of minority youth, there are a multitude of challenges that play a part in the environmental influences that persuade our kids to move away from education and training. There are more factors than I would care to mention, but they're, they're definitely worth noting. Poverty, single-parent homes, uh, inconsistent or non-existent relationships with biological fathers, and trauma are a few factors that influence that of an at-risk use mindset. Again, this is Jeremiah with Minority Mindset 101, 101 and this is a live, live broadcast of my podcast. And um, you can catch that on seven different platforms, Anchor, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google, uh, Spotify. It's, it's on all different types of platforms. And I'm recording this live. And so um, we, uh, there, there are more factors there. The trauma is, it can be broken up into several different angles. Trauma comes in several different forms. And so that in itself is very convoluted and we can ignore these factors, but I want to focus on how we can do better in lower income minority communities. And that starts with the mindset. It starts with the mindset. In the past, I have said it takes a community to raise our children, a village or a tribe to bring each other up, not just our children, but each other. 
We must be more intentional about saving our communities and doing for ourselves, not depending on the government or blaming the system or the governments for our failures. Education and or training should be the number one priority with extracurricular activities being hobbies. If y'all are just joining me, I am discussing why. Well, I'm discussing, first of all, the issue that athletics, sports, extracurricular activities have become a priority versus our education in our community, education and training. Sports, especially team sports, do provide life lessons that you cannot get in the classroom. Like hats off. I I know so many uh, teammates in high school and college who gained familial relationships, family in the locker room. We were a brotherhood. We had family. There's so many benefits to team sports. And I get that there are several benefits to playing sports, period. Discipline, uh, accountability, how to communicate, uh, how to work in teams, how to overcome adversity, how to perform in high stressful situations. Just to name a few, sports has a lot of great things going for it uh, in, in, in that regard. I get that. One of the main reasons why uh, high school and college athletes do so well in the military and public service is because of their ability to perform in high stress situations. The transition is much smoother to what they have already been trained in in high school and college sports. Let's turn towards solution and changing the mindset of minorities. I would like to turn the focus there. Instead of uh, how we are being defeated, we're going to talk about how we can win. Parents, let me talk about, let me, let me make one more point before I, I throw out these solutions. Parents may be proud of their kids making straight A's in school. And I've said this before. I said this uh, several times in the past as I uh, check my comments here. Okay, so I've definitely said this in the past where, um, you know, that is no longer good enough. My boy makes straight A's. They smart. My son makes straight A's. He's a good student. That's no longer marketable. And if your children are not performing, and this is going to sound so tough, so hard. I know some parents are going to be like, well, what are your parents performing at? Or what are your kids performing at? What level are they at? So uh, my oldest is three years old, y'all. So so calm down, chill out. But if your children are not performing at least two grade levels higher in both math and science, you should not settle with their current success in academia. You You should not settle. Children need to learn how to compete in education just as much as they are competing in these sports, parents and society praise so much. Parents praise the performance of sports and the home more so than academics. Boom. That's a slap in the face. And a lot of people won't believe me. They won't agree. But think about it. Think about it. Parents will get up in, uh, with, with coaches and raise funds and do whatever it takes to see their child out there on the field, enjoying themselves, having fun. They uh, go to practices, they cheer, they pray. There's lots of positive reinforcement in sports, not just with the fun and the engagement, but the positive reinforcement that is received 
when they do well in sports, it just it it really trumps that in academics. No one's going to uh, praise you and and have those little uh, what is those beads they they put in the uh, the the uh, bottles, water bottles, and uh, rocks and water bottles to make loud sounds. You're not going to get that when you get an A on a test. Parents will get really involved in sports, but when it comes to their child earning a B or a 78 on an exam or a semester average in a class or a course, parents are are not going up to the school to engage with teachers to see whether their child can do better. How can they perform better? How can they get an A plus? Parents aren't doing that. It's the mindset. When kids start seeing parents value their education, and value education in general, then it will rub off on the children because mindset is training. It's, it's trained. There's cheering in the stands. There's no cheering when you get an A on your report card. I mean, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't match that of uh, the stands, the bleachers. It just doesn't. There is excitement at games and in competitions. Schoolwork has very little excitement in it for most black and brown students. When, when you think about the black student, the minority student, they go into kindergarten a little reluctant, a little anxious, but they're excited about learning. They love the learning process. A, B, C, graham cracker, night, nap time. They love that. But when it comes to second and third grade, oh, I don't want to go to school. Why is that? Why is that? A lot of it has to do with uh, teaching styles. Honestly, there's not enough black uh, teachers in uh, this in the classroom, and if they are, they're not males. And if they are males, they're not identifying as heterosexual men, uh, which is an issue. That's going to offend a lot a lot of people. And I love the LGBTQ community. I love them. I love people in general. That's going to offend a lot of people, though. But it is, in my personal opinion, that is one of the issues that we struggle with in the classroom. But I don't, again, I don't want to blame. I don't want to place a blame I want to do for self. What can we do for self to improve the quality of life in our classrooms? It's the mindset. It starts with the mindset. Schoolwork, let me see. Not many black kids get excited about debate or student council. Our youth don't care about politics or history. Sports is the worst thing that happened to the black student, along with the ruling of Brown v. Board Board of Education, 1954. My personal opinion. That is a discussion for a different day, a different topic. But I'll say that one more time. Sports is the worst thing that happened to the black student. So in the schools, not in the community, but in the schools, um, along with the ruling of Brown v. Board of Education 1954, a discussion to be had on another day. And the reason why I say that, when you add, when you add sports, extracurricular activities like sports in school, it takes away from the academics, the educational, the learning component. We're pulling away from the education. And it, 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 it has hurt our community. Again, I don't want to place the blame on anybody else. Sports and the schools do not motivate our children to learn. It motivates students to get by. I can't wait until fifth period to where we have gym 
I can't wait to have uh, football practice at a third period or fourth period. I can't wait. It distracts us. It motivates our children to get by by cheating on tests, having friends or romantic partners uh, complete our homework assignments. Uh, we're, not, we're not learning as much because of the distraction of, of, uh, of sports. Teachers giving students grades and passing them, even if the student didn't earn that grade. Come on, man. I've experienced this. The better the athlete, the more the privilege these athletes receive. Jonathan, JT, Jaunt, if you're listening. Oh, man, I can't remember that coach, man. We were seniors in high school. No, and uh, we were seniors as uh, we were juniors in high school, and uh, we had a coach who passed us. And we, I think we were in remedial math or something like that. I can't remember what that teacher, his name was. I don't want to put him out there anyway, but uh, we earned grades that we didn't deserve to pass so we can focus on our sports. How many of these high school coaches are instructing our children in the classrooms? Our athletic children in the classrooms. I had, you know, I had coaches recommend that I enroll in their classes because it was a required credit and an easy A. The mindset of minorities has got to improve. We must do better. And this is how. Y'all ready for this? Okay. So on my Instagram, I'm closing that out and I'm going to encourage them to uh, come to the podcast and listen to the podcast. I'm going to um, allow the uh, live stream to continue, but um, I definitely want you all to check out the podcast and share the podcast. If anything, this is great for conversation. Very good for conversation. I would like for you all to get engaged with um, uh, some of this stuff with your children. Have these conversations with your children. Whether you agree or disagree, it's great to discuss. Great to have this open dialogue. Number one, children need to strive to excel in both science and math and not be satisfied with the achievements until they are performing at least two grades above their current level. Say it one more time for those in the back and the bleachers. (laughs) Children need to strive to excel in both science and math and not be satisfied with achievements until they have performed at least two grades level higher than their current level. Number two, children must always spend more time invested in academics or additional training towards a trade or a skill, even after the last bell or period has ended in the classroom, in school. So after school is over, yes, there can be a break, 15, 30 minutes, an hour, but there needs to be additional training, additional training Study, tutoring, that means mandatory study halls for up to two hours after school. A, pres- uh, a tutor needs to be present. A mentor is available to monitor the space where these kids are studying. This is how education becomes a cultural value. It's training all day. The older you get, the more intense the training becomes. So yes, uh, at the elementary level, they need more time to run around, play. It's all cute, fun and games. Middle school, okay, we need to start gearing them towards that high school mentality. High school, we need to start gearing them towards success once they graduate. We are preparing them for adulthood. Three, parents must start. Now, the the last two are parents. 
lot more responsibility on the parents. Parents must start attending any and all opportunities to go into the school and inquire about the lack of success their child is having in the classrooms. Please note, again, please note what the level of success means. Revert back to um, action item one, which, which would be performing two grade levels, at least two grade levels higher in both math and science. Any other, those are the two main ones. Any other, um, any other uh, class or, or curriculum uh, performing two in English and reading, great. But math and science are the two uh, most important um, classes that we need to focus on, courses, curriculum, whatever. Last one, number four, parents. Parents must talk about scholarships using the brain, not the physical performance of the body. Physical performance will grow and build nationally with practice and developmental milestones. The effort in academics is, is that much more needed to success. I'm sorry, to succeed in the next level of their athletic career. What does that mean? The effort in academics, the effort you put forth in school, in the classroom, is needed. It's going to be needed to succeed when you go to the next level. Let me emphasize that. If little to no emphasis is taken on education, then at the collegiate level, the performance will transpire. The, the, tr the, the performance of school and academics. But there's a gear step up in college, that next level. And if your child is not able to transition with the um, academic performance, the studying where no one is telling you to go study or go read, the success on the football field will fail. No pass, no play. How about a full scholarship to a debate at Harvard or Texas Southern University? World-class debate. How about full scholarships in science or math? Why is everything about the performance of what you can do with your legs? Why? I understand we can value those things. I get that. We can value and take pride in us being able to run fast. Jamaicans, fast. I get that. I definitely get that. But why does everything have to re revolve around sports in our community? Then our, our children, they go off to college and they major in kinesiology. Not sports medicine. No, not sport. We, we, we major in PE. And, I, you know, no knock to, to those uh, students who majored in, in, in the, those two areas. If you plan on going on to uh, get your master's in physical training or, or something higher. But what happens is you'll you'll have these um, athletes, collegiate athletes, reach that level, and they'll pick a a major that is super easy for them, not difficult. And when they pick this major that's easy, it's convenient. They can put less focus on their grades because it comes natural. African American studies. I know what happened back in nineteen fifty. Like African American studies. I, again, it's important. I respect it. Long term, what are you going to do with that? 
in art. You want to major in art. You want to learn about Van Gogh. What are you going to do with it? They don't care. Our kids who focus on on sports, who excel in sports, don't care about the academics once they get once they get to the next level. The priority is shifted to what is making them money. When kids get scholarships to play sports in college, they're getting paid. You're getting you're you're getting a full scholarship, you're getting a partial scholarship. The the program, the athletic program is playing for you to play. The focus is on the sports. The attention is has gone towards the sports. The value is on the sports. The only time value is placed on education and sports is when uh, we need you to pass so you can stay on the field. So you can stay in the ice ring if you're playing hockey or on the soccer field or on the basketball on the basketball court. Hey, we need you to focus on these sports. Uh, we need you to focus on your grades, um, on, on getting these amount of credits. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's the, the coach's job to win games. If they don't win, they get booted out. So, you know, I just want to, when, when I talk about things like this, I'm very passionate about it, but, you know, I want to get away from the struggle from paycheck to paycheck while trying to keep up with the Joneses, another conversation, living beyond our means. I want to get away, I want to get away from that type of mentality. And so I got to call you out on your bullshit. I have to call you out. Left, less emphasis on sports, more emphasis on education. I've preached enough and struck uh, many nerves in the episode, so please be advised. I mean well. I love you all. I love each and every single one of you. The only reason why I come to you and I talk about these things is because I want to make a positive impact. I want to make a difference. Um, you don't have to like me. You don't have to like me, but I believe if you're listening to this podcast, you want better for our community. You want better for minorities, not just blacks in America or all across the world, but I speak to those who are in lower income minority communities, black and brown kids, they flood those areas. And that's who I primarily focus uh, my podcast on um, the, the parents. And, and those youth. And so if you all have any comments, if you all have anything that you would like to share, please feel free to either message me uh, privately if you have a really, really concerning matter that you would like to address. Uh, I would love to interview some people, some people if you have some opposing views and points. We can hash this out. We can talk about it. Probably won't be live uh, because I want to make sure that I filter everything. Make sure everything stays PG-13. It doesn't go into rated R. But if you would like to have a, a conversation, uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I love the Discord. I love the conversation. This is Jeremiah with Minority Mindset 101. I thank you so much for enjoying another episode with me as I rant and rave about the mindset of minorities in lower income communities.